Next on BYU Sports Nation, February theme for BYU basketball. Let's go with We've Got Work to Do, how Coach Rose views those bracket predictors. Getting ready for the NFL Draft Combine. He had 143 tackles last season. Wani Unga joins us live. Plus, how social media savvy is the key to landing big-time recruits. Back-to-back conference player of the week, Jen Hampson, joins us. And if you had one tweet to convince a recruit to choose BYU, what would you say to them? Let's go. And now, live on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio, it's BYU Sports Nation with your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Happy birthday, Abe Lincoln. Can we get a party horn for Abe? <laughs> yep. What my, is up? My eighth cousin. That's no joke. Are you serious? That's such a thing. My grandma showed me the pedigree chart. <laughs> He's your eighth cousin? Yeah. What is up? Believe it! Wednesday, February 12th. I'm Spencer Linton alongside the facial expression extraordinaire, Jerem Jordan. Wherever yep. and however you may be listening, <laughs> glad to have you with us. You'd have to watch the Instagram video from yes. yesterday to understand yes. that reference. <laughs> Jerem, can you spell simulcast? S-I-M-U-L-C-A-S-T. Spencer, I should have spelled like S-P-E-N-C-E-R. No. Spencer. <laughs> no, that's correct. <laughs> so bring on the show starters. Mark it down. March 6th, BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV live yeah! from Las Vegas, Woo! Nevada. We're stoked for TV. And what better way to launch the simulcast than at the West Coast Conference Tournament Rebels. at the Orleans Arena. No, oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, they're gone. No, yes. no. Thank goodness. Not the Thomas and Mack. Thank the goodness. Orleans Arena in Vegas. BYU TV will produce and broadcast a record 12 games at this year's tournament. Four on the men's side, eight on the women's side. ESPN will broadcast the other six. That's Sweet. bringing it. Kate Hansen, the luge kook, stealing the hearts of America with her dance moves and upbeat personality at the Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia. She had just under 1,000 Twitter followers before she left, like 800. Before her appearance on BYU Sports Nation. 894 or something like that, okay? After her performance and her dance moves and a top 10 finish for Team USA, she has almost 11,000 followers on Twitter. BYU, BYU Sports, Sports Nation karma! It's real! Apparently, she warms up to Beyonce. Yes. Yep. Yep. Kate took it and ran with it. Uh, Beyonce. Beyonce referenced her. Yes. Uh, sent a message to her. What, what was I, it? Facebook? I, I don't know. I'm not sure how the message got there, but but Beyonce. I think it was on MySpace. Sent a message to Kate, and then Kate responded on Twitter with this quote: "Life period made Seriously. period Seriously. <laughs> Beyonce sends kind of some kind of message to you. Ball game. It's over. Peaked." Oh, Kate Hansen, well done at the Olympics in Sochi, Russia. She said she wanted a top 10 finish, didn't want to embarrass herself. She 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 passed with flying colors. I think if you would have said, would you rather take a top 10 finish or get a message from Beyonce? Mm, the latter. And she got both. <laughs> she got life made. Hey, Snapchat. What is Snapchat? Some of you know, some of you don't. Snapchat approved by the NCAA to help with recruiting. Huh? Uh, okay. More on that in a bit, but first, a friendly reminder. Join our conversation by using the hashtag BYUSN. That hashtag gives BYU fans 24-7 Avenue to link up across BYU Sports Nation. Have your say, whenever, wherever, and while you're at it, share your opinion on today's Twitter question. This is a good one, and we've had some really good tweets come in. You get one tweet to convince a recruit to come to BYU. Go. Use hashtag BYUSN. We've had some funny stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have some struck gold with this one. Some deprecation some serious, but mostly just fun. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> you get one tweet to convince a recruit to come to BYU. Hashtag BYUSN. BYU Sports Nation airs weekdays at noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, org, the BYU Radio iOS app, and Dish Network Channel 980. Our show also on demand at BYURadio.org, or catch the rebroadcast weekdays at 7 Eastern. Rise and shout, BYU Sports Nation. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic 1. Work to do. Dave Rose, BYU head basketball coach, says the Cougars have more important things to do than just watching bracketology. There's so much to do, and, you know, if the tournament was on Saturday, that would be nice, but it's not. You know, from my point of view, and I think they hear my point of view quite a bit, is that, uh, you know, it's just so temporary. Things can change so quick, no matter what side of the coin you're on. And um, 
hopefully we've, we've, we've instilled a few things in our guys, and that's, that's the only thing that really is important is the next game we play. Coach Rose offered that up after practice on Tuesday this week. And that, I'm not surprised to hear him say, look, we're, we're not concerned about bracketology, but here's the thing. He, he gets it. It's, it's about what's happening right now. Yeah. And if the tournament started yesterday, according to ESPN Bracketology, BYU would be in. So Coach Rose, while he doesn't put a lot of weight into it, he says, look, it's, if it's happening now, if, if we're just in after the West Coast Conference tournament, great. Like he understands that it's it's a big deal to be involved in those conversations. The committee the committee pays attention to those things. They yeah, do. And, and he is paying attention to the big picture. But ultimately what needs to happen is that BYU needs to continue to win, to stay in the bubble. So he knows, hey, we gotta beat Pacific and then we go from there. And then we gotta be we need to beat St. Mary's. For so. this team right now, ever since they came home, they were thirteen and nine when they came home. They were thirteen and nine. It's about the next game. They win four in a row. They beat Pacific. They beat St. Mary's. They handled a couple of games last week against Santa Clara and San Francisco. They took care of business at the Marriott Center, which is exactly what they needed to do. Now they're but now 17 it's and 9. on the road. Now they're 17 and 9. They want to take that swagger back out on the road. And remember, the last time they got on a little bit of a home winning streak, they went to San Francisco and won. And then beat Santa Clara. And then they beat Santa Clara. Okay, so this is only a two game road trip. Just like that last one was a four game road trip. It went to Portland and then to Gonzaga after that. So this is a shorter road trip. Can BYU take that Marriott Center magic on the road and beat Pacific and then a huge one on Saturday against St. Mary's? Forget the Gales because for BYU with their— Hold on. Forget the Gales? For right now. I'm saying forget the Gales for right now. They cannot focus on St. Mary's because Pacific is the next game. We're focused on that, but Pacific's the next game. And for BYU, since they were 13-9, it's always been just the next game. That's right. And in 33 minutes, we'll be joined by Pacific's head coach Ron Verland. Kind of talk about that matchup, the last game, uh, his tremendous uh, soundbite with you at halftime. That's coming up. So you're right. The Tigers are next. And— BYU needs to look at what's right in front of them. But we are looking at the big picture. So earlier this morning, Jay Billis, ESPN college basketball analyst, came out with an updated version of his top 68 rankings on ESPN.com. BYU dropped from 50 to 52. After, after two wins and four straight Interesting. wins. Hmm. Including one over St. Mary's. Uh, so he said, if you love to watch teams that can score, watch BYU. Tyler Haas is a terrific offensive player. That's like a qualified compliment. Who is among the nation's leading scorers. And though BYU's not a great defensive team, the Cougars can certainly outscore their opponents. Okay. By the way, Jay Billis, they do this little this, game, that was day, awesome. this game day draft Saturday. thing. He took Tyler Haas number two overall and said he needs Dave Rose needs to give Tyler Haas the permanent green light. I, I think he's got it. Well, it's interesting because he needs to get the ball in certain spots to score. It's not like, hey, hand the ball to Tyler and go. It, it'd be way different. It's not, it's not Kevin Durant. It's not Jimmer. Okay, so Billis has BYU at number 52 in his top 68 rankings. ESPN just released a bubble watch on ESPN.com. And this is, this is the quote from that article. With wins over Stanford and Texas, the two best of any West Coast Conference team, the first on the road, the latter on a neutral court, the Cougars proved they could beat tournament-level teams. But their missed opportunities, two-point loss to Iowa State, four-point loss at Oregon, may come back to haunt them. Now they've dropped three ugly road games, Pepperdine, Loyola, Marymount, Portland, in the WCC. BYU has a mix of just about everything. Their RPI was 40 as of yesterday, strength of schedule, high 20 or low 20s. So their numbers are good, but it, this tells me that the people are, are putting more weight into those three West Coast Conference losses. Yeah, because probably because of quantity. There's three. If there had been two, you could kind of say, okay, Stanford, Texas, neutralize those. But because you have two good wins, Stanford, Texas, that stick out, and then the three road or uh, the three losses, uh, yeah, all on the road in the WCC, not good. But BYU's BYU big picture is in the in the mix. Keep winning, and you'll stay in the mix. We've determined they've got work to do, and it starts at Pacific on Thursday. Topic two. A new age of recruiting. The NCAA, get this, will allow coaches to begin using Snapchat. Oh, snap. What? For recruiting August 1st. Huh? Huh? To further explain what the heck Snapchat is, we bring our BYU Sports Nation Snapchat correspondent and social media specialist, Spencer King, in. We like to call him Elvis. Okay, Spencer, Snapchat 
break it down. All right. Snapchat is the new app. What you're going to do, so with the recruiting, I don't know how it's going to work, but basically Snapchat, you take a picture, you can send it to anybody you want. You're going to allot the time that they can see it. That's six seconds, 20 seconds, and then it's gone. You can draw pictures. You can take you know, you can write <laughs> you a message text on, on it. it. Yeah, you can put a text on it, and you can pick one person to send it, or you can stick it up on your timeline for 24 hours, and people can look at it as many times as they want. The great thing is people, once it's gone, it's gone, but people figured out you can screenshot it, and you'll know when people screenshot it. So, like for me... I can't grow a beard. I'll draw a beard on myself. You know, that's the BYU. So I'm, kind of, I'm like a rebel for like six seconds. You know, give myself a beard. BYU doesn't know about it, and then it's gone. So they do now. Unless you just somebody screenshots it, right? Screenshots it reports me to the honor code. So. And it's an app called yep. Snapchat. It's an app called Snapchat. It's free. You know, it's the thing. You know, you, so if I were a BYU recruit, I'd be like, we've got the number five ranking for hottest girls. Snapchat, right there. You know, what can I say? That's all you have to do. So sign me up, right? Um, but, oh, man, I don't know I don't know how it's going to work. So Okay. All right. That, ladies and gentlemen, Snapchat explained Snapchat in 60 seconds. Spencer King. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Fantastic. I've got to go to the other schools and explain to them what they got to do. i got to go tell Nick Saban, hey, this is Snapchat. Johnny Menzel already knows about it. <laughs> he knows so, Snapchat. So we're going to go somewhere else. <laughs> Spencer King, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Spencer yes, King. Well, well done. Snapchat, well done. Snapchat, Snapchat correspondent. correspondent. Okay, so we, we have kind of an idea. Uh, I'm hearing this is so new that neither we don't have Snapchat. We don't use it. I well, the funny thing is, did I, you download it? No, I do not, and I'm not. I don't going have to. it. Okay, text, so, text, and Twitter are are good enough for okay, me. I feel like we're we are more social media savvy than the assistant coach for BYU. Generally, this is a yeah picture to picture from one person to another. How in the world are assistant coaches or Bronco Mendenhall going to use Snapchat with recruits? I have no idea. You know what? They're probably not going to have to worry about it because they've got Jeff Martson. He's 24 years young. And this Jeff Martin taking a selfie saying, thinking about you in Provo. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> is he drawing a beard on himself like Brigham Young? Love, love it. I don't uh, know how BYU's going to use it. Look at the mountains today, recruits. They're beautiful. Come to BYU. This is you scoring a touchdown. It's like a little <laughs> stick figure drawn in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Look, Jeff joined us yesterday and said that social media is the way they begin the recruiting process. This day and age, that's our first contact with any kid. Interesting. You know, before, as soon as we find out about them, we're, we're getting them on Twitter, we're getting them on Facebook, Instagram. So um, really that's just you know our initial feelers. We'll get all the information we need from him from there. And then if we need to proceed, we'll go on to the phone calls and all that. Jeff Martin in studio yesterday with BYU Sports Nation. He is the personnel and recruiting specialist for BYU on-campus personnel, for that matter. Uh, it's not just about Snapchat. We, we joke about the, the new thing, and that's going to be okay on August 1st. Not really sure how the NCAA is going to moderate that. <laughs> I can't wait to see how that's going. Like, okay. Uh, but social media in general is a very interesting topic for recruiting because that's how it begins, whether it's Facebook Twitter, Instagram, now Snapchat. That is. Can you imagine initiating with the Snapchat? Hey, (laughs) BYU is a great place. Bronco, we're interested in you. Selfie. Like what? What the heck? Does Bronco Mendenhall know how to take a selfie? (laughs) Yes, the real question. Yes, I I bet he does. With Jeff Martin helping him out, I bet Bronco knows how to take a selfie. I don't think he will, but I think he knows how. I was really interested to learn that yesterday with Jeff Martin uh, because I thought it was more of a formal process to contact someone, but he. He mentioned in that soundbite that they use Facebook and Twitter just to contact people. Yes, yes. Not maintain contact, initially contact a lot of people. That's interesting. More from Jeff Martin right here. So we'll, we'll gauge their interest from that. You know, we'll, we'll go back and look at all their tweets, make sure there's no red flags. <laughs> we'll go back the whole couple Be years. Be warned, all yeah. you young ones. Clean up your Twitters. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a real thing. When you get interviewed for jobs now... Like this is this is really happening. People, People are your looking Facebook. at your social your media Twitter. accounts. Yeah. They want to know what kind of a person you are on social media. I've done it with BYU students that I've hired here. So why wouldn't coaches look at players? For sure, social media accounts. It's a great way to gauge who you kind of really are, how, how you approach things from a social standpoint. Like what? So your life is way more accessible to people now, and so Snapchat plays into that. Twitter, Facebook. This is interesting. This is a totally different era of recruiting. The way that BYU recruited people even last year is different than it is now, let alone when Ty Detmer came here or Steve Young. Absolutely different. And it will become uh, more different as every year goes on. There's going to be some technology. And the NCAA cannot 
handle what's going on. They're, they're late to, the, to figure out how to use it. And can you imagine trying to govern BYU boosters tweeting at potential student-athletes and all that? With Snapchat even? Snapchat, Snapchat. I, I believe that. So you download it. You can't just Snapchat any random person. You sort of have to become. You got to become friends. Yeah, friends and then, or whatever. Then you can do it between yeah. each other. But like, like you think recruits are gonna are gonna screenshot something that might get them in trouble? No, no. But in the case of like Nick Saban doing the electric slide at his house, <laughs> the guy the guy took a video and it got on ESPN and all that. I mean, that's gonna get out there. It's now. exposure. It's exposure. Social media is also a way for coaches to communicate strong messages. From their own personal accounts. It gives them an opportunity to do that. Guy Holiday, BYU receivers coach, no exception to that. Now, rumors of him being courted by Utah and whatnot, they, they hired uh, Taylor Stubble, Stubblefield today or yesterday. So Guy Holiday said the following uh, on uh, yesterday, yesterday evening, last night. I believe I'm in the best place for me. The greatest challenge is to do what others think is impossible. I want high expectations. Guy Holiday invested. BYU kept the entire coaching staff back for this season as of now. boy, Guy. Topic three. Cougars at the Combine. Third down. Bowser again beats his man. Hill throws to a wide open Hoffman. And Cody Hoffman is inside the 25. That was such a great game. BYU and Houston. The Cougars outlast the other Cougars from down in Texas by one point. Speaking of social media, Bronco Mendenhall generally just kind of tweets out his favorite quotes or inspirational messages, but he sent out a personal tweet today and he said this, so proud of our five NFL combine invites, Ethan, Daniel, Wani, Kyle, and Cody love these young men. And I'm so fortunate to have coached them. Pretty cool. Coming from uh, Bronco Mendenhall's Twitter account about the five guys that have been invited to Indianapolis to compete in the NFL draft combine, a direct chance to improve their draft stock. The hope is that, BYU gets players into the league and that they play and they're successful and that they're there for a long time. And that first step is at least getting invited to the Combine. That's a big deal. So for BYU to have five there, that's really good. BYU had five tremendous seniors uh, and more than five, but these five get a chance to show what they have physically at the Combine. One of those is Wani Unga. He'll join us uh, in a couple of minutes on BYU Sports Nation. We'll ask him what he expects to do at the Combine given the injury he had against Washington. That's up next on BYU Sports Nation. Also, keep your tweets coming using the hashtag BYUSN. If you had one tweet to convince a recruit to come to BYU, to Provo, Utah, what would you say to them? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Also, coming up later, we're joined by Pacific Head Coach Ron Verland at 40 after the hour. we got some good stuff on the way, including Wani Unga, the leading tackler of BYU football. This is BYU Sports Nation. We'll be back with more BYU Sports Nation right after this. This is Nate Austin, and you are tuned in to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Grant Hedrick's third offensive possession in his first start. And it's Ajayi trying to break away. There's just too many blue shirts, and Unga finishes him off. BYU in Boise State. That's when the Cougars moved to 6-2. and two. Dave McCann on the call on the BYU TV game day replay. Wani Unga was the man making the tackle, and oh, did he have a lot of those over the football season. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio 2. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can also follow us at Spencer underscore Linton and at Jerem Jordan. Starting March 6th, this show, BYU Sports Nation, will be simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Live from Las Vegas, March 6th, 7th, 10th, and 11th. See what you've been hearing starting March 6th. In Las Vegas. Launching at the West Coast Conference Tournament. Our Twitter topic today is you get one tweet, 140 characters to convince a recruit to come to BYU. What do you say to them? Respond using the hashtag BYUSN. Our first guest today in studio, the man that led the BYU Cougars in tackles last year, set a new single-season record for that matter, Wani Unga, with 140-plus what was the specific? 143, 143, I believe. 143. Does that sound about right? That's probably it. <laughs> there were well, so many you lose. It's, yeah, Wani can't keep track. When, when it gets up that high, it's just like, man, what, I have a lot. And we'll, we'll leave it at that. Okay, Wani, uh, bowl game against Washington. You're wrapping up your season. Kind of a, a fluke play, but, but you get injured 
and, and you hurt your knee. What What's the extent of the injury that you were dealing with in the bowl game? So <clears throat> I basically tore my ACL, MCL, and uh, a partial meniscus. And I'll, Doc said I'm out for at least six months, and so okay, I'm just so trying to recover for now. Gotcha. Out, out six months. But then you get the news that you've been invited to the NFL Draft Combine. So apparently those 143 tackles, uh, a lot of people noticed. What was your initial reaction to uh, getting the invitation to the Combine? Uh, at first I was surprised. that when, when I got the phone call, I, I, was, I, mean, I told them, I was like, man, I'm injured. I, I, am I still going? You guys still want me there and everything? And, so, and he explained they, they basically they want me. They want they want me to show up and they they want me to check out the doctors and stuff and so it, it was kind of cool. That, I mean, even though I'm injured, I mean I didn't even think I'd be invited in the first place. And then since I did, I kind of thought it was weird that they still wanted me even though I'm injured. But I mean, it's it, it's exciting. My family and, and we're all excited. Everybody. So well, you you say that's kind of cool. I, I say that's, that's really cool. I mean, yeah. that's that's a tribute I mean, to you and what you did. If you get invited injured, that says something about what you did. So you're going to be in Indianapolis, and so you you said the doctors that so they want to know the extent of the injury and kind of just get to know you. Yeah, they, they want to check out the um, MRIs and X-rays and everything. So, so you got some paperwork to take with you? Is that what? Or yeah, are they going to do their own? Probably forward uh, BYU would or send. Send we'll the paperwork send out. Then. Yeah. Will you do anything physically? Like, will you bench? Will you? Be, obviously, you can't run or whatever. I, I don't think I am. I again, I don't. I have no idea exactly what I'm going to be doing. Um, but that that was just all what he said. He said I'll be doing interviews and 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 looking at the doctors and stuff. So I'm not sure if any physical testing would be done. Will you show them the guns, though? You'll show them the guns? Hopefully. <laughs> so you just flex the muscles and be I like, gotta, yeah, go, believe it. 143 tigers. What's Walmart, up? And then maybe I'll show up. Waniunga <laughs> <laughs> joining us live in studio. Led BYU football in tackles last season with 143. Has been invited to the NFL Draft Combine despite a knee injury. Okay, in that game, uh, kind of walk us through the injury. How, how did it happen in a roundabout way? Um, <clears throat> so the play was on my side. Um field side and and they i mean i think it, i can't if i could remember right it was it was a stretch and i mean trying to make my way through offensive linemen and and finally found the ball carrier and and as i came down to make the tackle i, I wrapped him up and i mean somebody just fell right onto my knee mm. and then i mean i couldn't move at all you, did you know immediately yeah well I knew something was wrong. I couldn't. I couldn't move at all, and I had um, a patellar tendon um, issue before the game. And and my my dad and I we had an, a, a talk about if I I mean should play if I need to play or anything. And I, I really wanted to play, and I didn't want to leave the, the team without playing that last game. And I think it. The doc said it was. It was okay for me to play, so I, I, mean, I played. And then when I went out, first thing I thought about was my dad, and, and I mean I, how disappointed he might have been, which mm-hmm. he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't disappointed at all. And he's he's just he just <laughs> thinks that it sucks that it that it happened that way. But anyways, yeah, I mean it's kind of hard. It was almost the last play. Yeah. So it was at the very end of the game. Yeah. Okay, so the game had kind of been in hand. Was it the last defensive series? Last defensive series. ended with the ball, right? Yeah, and then I guess that, I think there was just one more defensive play after that. So, so this is an interesting scenario for you to be in. Uh, when people talk about mental growth and, and trials and struggles, how have you been able to to spin this positively in, in the time after the incident? Man, so I got I got the MRI on my birthday. Oh, and we got the news just a, a few hours present. after exactly. And um, I mean, I, I man, I, I spent my my two minutes crying pretty hard. Sure. And and after that, I mean, just kind of got through it. Um, I keep telling everybody, man, the the world's still spinning. Yeah. You know, I mean, six months. It'll be fine. I mean, and and I've talked to a lot of people who've had ACLs, and they say that their knee is actually stronger than it was before. So, I mean, I'm, 
I feel good about it. Uh, and just got to keep going, pressing forward. Mentally now, uh, how much, I guess, stronger or motivated are you than maybe initially when it happened and it was kind of raw? Um, <clears throat> I think I think going through rehab and basically everything that's been going on for the past few weeks um, has made me just mentally stronger. I mean, it's hard to get up and have to go to rehab and, and think about, man, I'm, I could be training right now. And I, I, I have, I train with some of the guys that are signed under the same agent as me. And I mean, I, I train with them and I see them running, doing all these drills that, that I can't do. I'm just doing upper body stuff. And I, I mean, it hurts. It just hurts that I can't be out there with them knowing that I could have been, but, um, I mean, I think it's, it's kind of made me mentally stronger just in that aspect. Wani Unga, BYU football player, uh, sharing some great insight now on BYU Sports Nation uh, about the realities of football and what happens when you go through injuries. Um, you remind me of something that a, a football coach in Colorado told me at uh, Colorado Mesa University. His name is Joe Romano, and he said, I want my guys to walk soft and carry a big stick. And and I think Wani's very soft spoken, and I like that. But boy, you get on the field, man, and, and you're an animal. What happens when you flip the switch? How do you flip the switch uh, when you go into football mode? I I don't think I don't think I really flip a switch. Uh, I don't ever really get angry on the field. And a lot of guys will tell me to get like you hit oh. like you're angry. I would hate to see you angry if you're <laughs> not. <laughs> and and they they tell me I need to get pumped up and stuff, and I really don't get pumped up i just for me it's just kind of like a an assignment to do and 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 i just got to get the assignment done and that's basically it i mean you got to tackle the ball carry and that's it that's what he you just got to look for the ball who has it and and go so that's basically what my mindset is the inside linebacker uh generally (laughs) or the two the gen you were in the position of uh, Ogletree and Bauman and the, those guys where you're going to ra- you're probably going to rack up the most. But you racked up the most of anyone in a long, long time. 143. Why were you so successful in 2013? Um, I, I can't even I can't even tell you exactly why. I mean, it takes a lot of hard work, um, a lot of preparation with studying film and everything. And so I think, I mean. I really can't even explain that. I think a lot of it is, is a blessing, God-given talent, maybe. Um, but yeah, that's. I really can't even explain exactly why I was so successful in this season. Did you have a goal of a certain amount of tackles before the season? I knew I wanted to get over a hundred. Mm-hmm. I think I think was, you uh, accomplished that. One forty-three. I forty-three is over that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my goal. Was over a hundred. So <laughs> I got that. Well done. The soft-spoken yet hard-hitting Wani Unga on BYU Sports Nation right now with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. You talk about how difficult it is to get up and, and go to rehab. What What is your rehab schedule like? What What activities and exercises do you have to go through right now? So right now, um, I actually rehab twice a day. Um, I go in at 8.30 in the morning, and I do. I get on the bike and try to get some range of motion there, um, and then... After a while on the bike, I, I mean, I turn up the levels and, and, and try to go hard and and try to get my strength in my quads. And then I also do some wall slides, um, body weight squats, um, tons of tons of calf raises, just random things to kind of get my the muscles around my around my knee to start firing up and starting to wake up because it's kind of been a while since I've used them. And so um, I'm off my crutches trying to be, trying to get my muscles also just as I walk to just kind of react to what I need to do. Do you expect at the end of this season to be playing football on a team somewhere? Expect? At the end of this year? I hope. I don't don't really expect that I should be anywhere. Um, I, I think... When I train or when I do when I think when I do things to prepare, I, I mean I'm I'm doing it hopefully that somehow some way a team might want to pick me up or something. I don't think that oh I, I better be picked up or anything, but I mean it's just something that I hope for and my family holds for as, as well. 
and that team would be the 49ers, I believe, right. with the hat and the sweatshirt and today. I'm, I'm, I'm a linebacker, and I think they're set with linebackers, so that's kind of <laughs> <kinda> hard. <laughs> Juan Iung was on BYU Sports Nation, led the Cougars in tackles last year. Okay, you have an interesting backstory in that you transferred to BYU. This last signing class, BYU is bringing in a kid named Jordan Leslie from UTEP. He's going to take grad classes, and he's going to play one year at BYU. How was that experience transferring to BYU for you? I think it it's worked out great for me. I wish I, wish, um, I could spend four years – at, at one college. I, I wish I could have done that. And the way my life went with my family and everything, it was just, I mean, this was a better, uh, basically a storyline for me, you know, transferring and, and trying to make it even with the transfer. And, and I think with all that, I mean, I think it it's worked out great. BYU has been the perfect, I think the perfect scheme for my talents and, Four three rather uh, a four three transferring to a three four. I mean, I think it was it was a lot better for just for me as a as a middle linebacker in, in the three four system. And I mean, the values they teach here as the, in the football program. I mean, hard work and effort is basically everything to them. And so, I mean, it's kind of taught me that, and now I carry it in my. I mean, it's just part of me. As you work out and you uh, see the new guys uh, that are involved with the program, and some of the high school guys will join in August and some of the return missionaries, but BYU has a, a tall task of replacing you, Kyle Van Noy, Spencer Hadley. Uh, Alani Fu is still there. He's kind of the guy, the starter left behind. Who are some of the guys that you see filling the void left in your spot and the other spots? Um, well, I, I think they moved Jeremiah to, to middle linebacker. Yeah, Kelly Papinga mentioned that. I think he'll he'll do great there. I've always told him from the, from the start that he he looks like more of a middle linebacker to me than I do, and so uh, I think he'll he'll step up. And uh, Manoa Picula also. I think I've, he I seems mean, like he's going to be a step. Yeah, I, I can't. I watched his high school film, um, and I couldn't believe the talent that he has. And and I think he'll be able to kind of show that more this upcoming season and. I think it'll be great for him to kind of step it up. And Bronson Kafusi switching to linebacker. Michael also, Lisa back where oh, he originally I, started. Had you okay. heard that? I, I, I didn't hear about Michael Lisa, but Bronson, I mean. The tallest linebacker in America? Exactly. <laughs> uh, and for his size and the way he moves for his size, I mean, I think it would be great for him um, at the outside linebacker position. Now, we're really excited about the game uh, next season. And every day we do a countdown to Connecticut and we're going to tell you how many days are left until then. Countdown to Connecticut. 197. 197 days. Only Mark it down on your calendar. Days. Late, late <laughs> August. You can never be too ready for Connecticut as a BYU football fan. Did you count down to uh, the first game of the season in the offseason? Was that a part well, of your ritual? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't count down, but they did it in the locker room. So, so you saw every day the number. Day. So this number is somewhere in the locker room for BYU. I'm pretty sure it is. We're right there with the team. Probably. I'm telling this is not we you. Did, we did not know that. We did not start this. <laughs> we, the team is preparing for Connecticut. Can't wait. Wani, we wish you the best of luck. And uh, I'm guessing if the doc said six to seven months, you're looking at July as potentially July. A, a place to get back Hopefully, to full speed. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, we're rooting for you. We appreciate the time today. And uh, Thank you. we uh, really enjoyed the insight that you give. And, and football's a tough game. It's, it's, it's a man's sport, and there's some tough realities to go through, and we appreciate you opening up to us. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Wani Yunga on stuff. BYU Sports Nation. If you could convince a recruit to come to BYU and you had one tweet to do it, what would you say? Use the hashtag BYUS and we'll get to some of our more memorable <laughs> tweets that are coming in. Oh, and there are some good ones. Also, we are joined by head coach of Pacific Basketball, Ron Verlin, for the second time in as many weeks. Keep it here. Stay with us. We'll have more BYU Sports Nation right after this. Rise and shout, Cougar fans. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. 197 days until Taysom Hill takes the football field again. We just heard from Wani Unga that there is a countdown of some sort (laughs) in the locker room or in the training facility somewhere. It's there. 
It's not just us, people. We're just the public version the of this. football team countdown as well. Hey, just a reminder, starting March 6th, BYU Sports Nation will be simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV live from Las Vegas. See what you've been hearing starting March 6th in Vegas. It's going to be awesome. Las Vegas. Yeah. I don't really like that song because of the many games at UNLV that I've seen that are just like, uh, oh my goodness. Rebels. Uh, the most original Rebels. tweet ever. Or cheer ever. The other one is this from Wyoming. W-Y-O! For like an hour. <laughs> W-Y-O! And they beat San Diego Wyoming? State last night. Wyoming knocks off number five San Diego State last night. And Big, then, biggest and then, win for the Cowboys ever! <laughs> Ever. Hyperbole Good necessary win. in that instance. Good win. Okay. Uh, we're on the basketball topic, and let's bring in one of our favorite guys, Ron Verland, the head coach of Pacific Basketball. Coach, this is the second time in the last couple of weeks that you have joined us on BYU Sports Nation. This time, though, you get BYU at your place in Stockton. What will be different getting the Cougars on your home floor? Uh, really excited. We've tried to get them down here for years. Since about you know for since the early '90s, so now at least we get them on our court and and obviously in a in a conference game. So we're excited about that. Should be a big crowd. Did you just never hook it up? I guess uh, legally or something. Why did BYU yeah. never go to Stockton? Yeah, well, I think it was a combination of both. I mean, just never really got it hooked up. And you know, as as you are in the conference, you can buy games and that type of thing. And they were they were never really interested in coming to Stockton. They were interested in. Uh, you know, in buying us. So we weren't really interested in that. So, but now we get them back here. And like I said, I, we have a, a really, really big LDS population around town and stuff. So I think you'll see a big crowd. Ron Verlin, head basketball coach at Pacific on BYU Sports Nation. Okay, coach, you, you talk about the crowd and there's tradition at Pacific. What, what is the arena and the feel like for your home basketball games uh, being new to the West Coast Conference? Well, our arena seats 6,000, so it's, it's very similar to the same size as Gonzaga. Uh, we're not drawing that many, but I do think it, with this game coming up and Gonzaga coming up, we'll draw anywhere between four and 6,000 on, on, on the game. So it's got a great uh, college atmosphere. It's tight-knit, and uh, we've been awful good at home over the years, especially in the Big West. If BYU makes it somewhat of a neutral court in that, they can... Uh, bring the same amount of Pacific fans. I don't know if BYU would do that, but if if they did that, is that annoying to you, or do you just want a bunch of people in in the stands? Well, obviously it's annoying. You want when you're playing at home, <laughs> you want all your people there. I got to be honest with you, you want all those there. I would be annoyed and, if uh, it happened at the Marriott Center. <laughs> and I know BYU fans are all over the place, so it's a unique experience in the West Coast Conference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they do a good job of supporting their team. You see on some of the video that you watched, you know at. Uh, you know, USF and different spot. You see that they have a nice crowd, and and uh, one of my um, uh, my went to grammar school with me is Fred Penny, who's a runs Penny and Associate Law Firms. He uh, is a good friend of mine, and he's like the Northern California BYU alumni rep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I'm sure he's going to have a lot of friends here. And he'll bring so, all his friends. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably bring all his friends. No question. So I told him he he actually has front row seats to our games. Uh, and uh, I said, man, if you're wearing blue, one of our guys might be flying in the stands on you. You better wear your orange. <laughs> okay. All right. Ron Verlin, head basketball coach, Pacific on BYU Sports Nation. Coach, uh, Jeremy and I have already determined that you're, you're one of our favorite coaches in the West Coast Conference, along with Eric Reveneau and uh, the emotional Rex Walters. During halftime of the last time you played BYU in Provo, you gave a very spirited interview with me uh, regarding Tyler Haza and what he's able to do. Here's, here's a listen to that interview. Haas is really hurting us. He got 24 of their 45, so we've got to do a better job on him in the second half. How do you stop him? I don't know. You guys know? I don't know. He had 48 in one of the games. He's tough. He's very good. Very good player. We've got to limit his touches. Okay, Coach, have you, have you, have you figured it out yet? How do you stop Tyler Haas? <laughs> I don't know if you stop him. You might just have to contain him. I mean, it's kind of like Anthony Ireland. You've got to make him, obviously, different positions, different you know, players, but you got to really make him earn every shot, make it tough on him and difficult. But if he's making threes, and like after I reviewed the film, if we leave him open from the three line, um, I mean, it's going to be a long night for us. So we're going to have to do a good job, just like everybody's trying to do, is, again, limit his catches, make it difficult on him every time he, he catches the ball, and, and then really challenge every shot that he takes. And, uh, boy, when he's as hot as he was against us, uh, I mean, he's a fantastic player. I want to applaud you for having personality in the heat of battle. Not all coaches 
can have fun uh, with something that's happening there. So I applaud you for that effort. Congratulations. And keep that up. I love it, Coach. <laughs> oh, thanks. So you Thank beat you. you beat LMU on the road by 10. Uh, how do you carry that momentum and the way you played against LMU into uh, the game against BYU? Well, it, uh, just like after we left BYU, you know, uh, when you guys really handed it to us on that Thursday night, we go, we go Saturday, play a one-in-the-afternoon game against San Diego and win that game by 17. And we've been bad on Thursday nights for some reason. So BYU's lucky, man. They're coming here on a Thursday. Seems like we get we play a little better on Saturdays here as of late. Uh, but we got to we got to we got to be focused. We got to carry out our assignments, and uh, we're going to have to do a good job of rebounding the ball. And uh, BYU is an excellent rebounding team, and both offensively, I mean, they get to the boards with their size, and we're going to have to do a good job of uh, keeping them off the glass, and then getting our transition game going. I thank you for scheduling BYU on Thursday for all of BYU Sports Nation. Coach. Oh, it wasn't Coach Verlin. It was the conference, right? <laughs> I guess we should it, it say. It was the conference. It was supposed to be switched, right? Oh. <laughs> we'll have to uh, talk to Jamie Zaninovich about that uh, in, in the future. Ron Verlin's on BYU Sports Nation. Coach, you're 4-8 and eight in conference. You had some great early season wins, 13-10 and 10 overall. You still have an RPI of 101. What are your team goals right now? I know that everyone wants to win a regular season title, but that, that likely is only going to happen probably for Gonzaga. Uh, so what are your team goals at this point in the season? Man, not have to play on Thursday night. You know me and the WCC. <laughs> we got to play on Saturday. <laughs> right? Right? I mean, we've got to play on Saturday. I mean, you don't want to have to play that 7, 8, 9, 10 game. We've got to play on, and, uh, we gotta play on Saturday and get to that 8, and then, then you never know what's going to happen, right? You get you play Saturday, you get Sunday off, you got Monday, Tuesday, you never know what's going to happen. The men's volleyball team for BYU plays at Pacific Friday night. What are the chances that the Tigers take home two wins this weekend against the Cougars? Well, I hope that we do. But, uh, you know, I think uh, – and I don't know how good men's uh, volleyball is at BYU. I'm sure it's really good. It's really uh, good, Coach. Are very, very, yeah, that's what I figured. I mean, so, uh, you know, I uh, – I, I can't answer that. Yeah, I mean, really, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Should be a couple um, of good so, games, though. And men, Thursday men's hoops, Friday men's volleyball in Stockton. So BYU taking two sports to Stockton this week. Should be good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. So outside of BYU Pacific on Thursday night, what is a must-do thing in the Stockton, California area for anybody that's in the area or, or traveling to the game on Thursday? Well, um, a must-do or must-see. we got a great... Uh, believe it or not, a great arena, downtown arena with a hockey team that's very exciting to go watch games there. It's a minor league hockey team. It's really fun. What's the name of the uh, team? It's called the Stockton Thunder. The Stockton so it's Thunder. Fun, it's exciting. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it draws a good crowd. It's got a good atmosphere uh, to it. Uh, in the spring and in the summer, I mean, the waterways and, and the weather, I mean, is outstanding. I guarantee it will not be near as cold and it will not be snowing like it was when we were in Provo two weeks ago, it'll be uh, it's a little foggy day, but I bet it's sunny and about sixty-five. So just enjoying some great weather will be another you know good thing for you when you come out. It's supposed to be fifty-five in Salt Lake this week, so we are very excited. Sixty-five is better though. <laughs> that's great if it's not supposed to be that warm. That's awesome. Yeah, bad timing for when you came here. We apologize. <laughs> yeah. All right, Coach. We certainly appreciate the time, and uh, it's enjoyable to watch you coach your team. You look like you're having a good time out there, and uh, we hope that other coaches watch you and model you because we, like Jeremy said, we applaud you for the way that you approach the game. Well, thank you very much, and talk to you guys soon. Okay. You have one tweet to convince a recruit to come to BYU, Jerem. What do you say to them? At Joe Wilson 5 Football, academics, females, and spiritual growth are awesome, <laughs> but not but only at hashtag BYU. Can you tunnel sing? Tunnel sing! This is like a Sunday night deal. There's tunnels around campus where people go and sing, mostly, I think, church hymns, that kind of thing. Or Beyonce. I did it once when I was in high school. Did you really? I never did it at BYU, but once in high school. That explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, back-to-back West Coast Conference Player of the Week, Jen Hampson joins us in the Cougar Whip Around Plus. Today's Rise and Shout and more of your tweets. This is BYU Sports Nation. We'll be back with more BYU Sports Nation right after this. This is Tyler Haas, and you are in BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Go Cougs. Tyler Haas and the BYU Cougars take on Pacific tomorrow as they try and make it five straight wins. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan here. Hey, brother, you know what time it is? 12.51 Eastern. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Golf. 
The Cougars, the women's team that is, finished second at the Matador Invitational yesterday in Simi Valley, California. Lee, yeah. Leah Garner also placed. Did I say it incorrectly? No, you did. You okay. said I was going to say I was going to give you props saying it right. Simi oh, Valley. I said it incorrectly a couple days ago. Also, uh, Leah Garner also placed second, shooting four over par. Nice. Cougars in the Olympics. Kate Hansen did exactly what she wanted to do. Yeah. A top ten finish yesterday in the Olympic luge competition. She's been on the show twice and is rocking the BYU Sports Nation karma. Women's basketball. The Cougars face Portland Thursday at the Marriott Center. The game will be live on BYU TV. Gonzaga Saturday afternoon also on BYU TV. Back-to-back WCC Player of the Week. Jennifer Hampson joins us in studio now. Jen, a couple of wins uh, for you guys in a row, three in a row. A huge pair of games with Portland and then Gonzaga. What do you need to do to beat the Pilots before you play the uh, number one team in the conference, Gonzaga Saturday? Uh, we're just going to need to play disciplined defense. You know, they have been playing really well, and they actually have pretty good bigs that get out and shoot. And so for me personally, i got to work on my outside game a little bit defensively, and then I'm just going to play tough. Let's go all the way back to game number one and compare and contrast where you are now compared to that game. How has your team gotten better? I think we've learned how to play together even better. You know, in the beginning – uh, times we're playing as individuals, but now we're definitely playing as a team. We have a really good inside-out game going on right now, and our defense has just gotten more aggressive and just better. You've general. you've had a series of games where you've played great defense. You've had eight blocks in a couple of games. You're one of the top uh, blockers in the country. Did did you take that from volleyball and say, "Yeah, I can do this in basketball. I just block." <laughs> it definitely helps. The <laughs> experience of volleyball. And what, what's better, a big block shot or? Maybe hitting a sweet, a, a sweet little. Uh, oh yeah, okay. That's that's a good comp- uh, uh, contrast. A nice, uh, uh, pounding kill. A big kill on the volleyball court, or a SWAT basketball block shot. <laughs> I don't know. Personally, I love like the defense aspect a little bit better. Blocking shots, even in volleyball, is just so much better. We've talked about BYU Sports Nation karma on this show before, which is if you come on the show, you can possibly be given karma that you then use to have a great game the next game. We feel that you've leveraged this karma and that you can do this against Portland. What does it mean to receive BYU Sports Nation karma? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm going to use it. Can you do another 25-18 in like eight? <laughs> like you had the other game? That was pretty good. You were two blocks away from a triple-double triple double. the next I game know. after BYU Sports Nation. Yep. It's real. It is it's real. real. It's real, Gent. See? More testimonial in studio. Okay, you, you've got Portland. What's uh, what's the game day routine for you? What do you what do you do to kind of get in the groove for for a game? Um, do you have any rituals or anything like that? Certain meal? <laughs> oh, we definitely have good meals before games. Either zupas or breakfast. I think from Maggleby's. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any huge rituals. I like listening to a certain soundtrack and what is it? that I have. I just have a mixture of stuff. But give, give us a taste of who's on that playlist. <laughs> Um, I have a bunch of stuff like Katy Perry's on there, nice. and then old school Bon Jovi. You nice. would get along nice. well with the men's basketball team on the Katy Perry aspect apparently, alone. Apparently, they're listening to Katy Perry and Kesha in the locker room. Oh, nice. <laughs> What's Good played in the women's locker room? So your headphones, you told us, but how about the team? Um, kind of just the same stuff. We get a lot of variety in there. Macklemore, just a lot of stuff. Very cool, Jen Hampson. Always great to have you. Uh, during the Cougar Whip Round, we wish you the best against Portland and Gonzaga. Go go and win two games at home. <laughs> All right. All right. That's, that's the plan. Uh, tomorrow, Dave McCann, our BYU TV employee, live from Sochi, Russia. He's there with KSL out of Salt Lake City as well and uh, having some remarkable experiences covering the Winter Olympics. We'll talk to him. And another of our favorite play-by-play guys in the conference, Zach Bayrudi the voice of Pacific Tigers basketball. He was great. Speaking of Sochi, today's Rise and Shout goes to Kate Hansen. Yep, again. Representing BYU, representing BYU Sports Nation as an Olympian, as a BYU student. The Luge Coog uh, finished in 10th. I think that's tremendous. She was on the Today Show this morning. She has so much personality. Oh, she got a check, she mark, got a on check mark on Twitter. She that's, has the official blue check mark. That's huge. She, I want the check mark so bad. You, you know why she got it? <laughs> you know, you know what, what the propelling moment was? Social media response from her music idol, Beyonce. Beyonce reached out to Kate. That is one of the biggest moments in the history of Brigham Young University. <laughs> Fantastic. She gets today's rise and shout. And if, if you missed it, Kate said the following. Life made. Yep, after the Beyonce response. Mm-hmm. You got it. Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. 
You have one tweet to convince a recruit to come to BYU. What do you say to them? At McMinn5 says, <laughs> hottest college girls national ranking, number five, Brigham Young University. Oh, and the ice cream. A 9.68 out of 10. And then he says at the very end, hashtag where do I sign? That is, that is awesome. <laughs> At Jay McFarland 77 Bronco Mendenhall will lift you higher personally, spiritually, academically, skillfully, defensively, more than any other. Okay. True. At Laser Sheep. Dear recruit, Linton will stock the vending machines like your with name. your, your three Linton. favorite snacks, and your home teaching assignment will be minimal. I don't think Jordan <laughs> Leslie will have a home teaching assignment. <laughs> Oh, we will give you pickle juice on hot days, and you can visit the Provo Beach Resort all you want. Don't consider USC. This is literally the most unique slash weird place on the planet. <laughs> it is. At I do, and I love it so much. At I do rock the Y. Met him on Saturday. Fantastic. I would tweet out videos of Kate Hansen dancing in the Olympics to all the recruits so they could see the Y swag. Swag. We produce Olympians. At Kugazool, and you'll agree with this one, Jerem. All it says is Sammy's. It's a Provo eatery. It's awesome. And then at Reed Crosby, Reed underscore Crosby, another one word response. Jimmer! Mm-hmm. At Sammy Hancock, we got swag. And then he had a link that I'm not clicking on, so uh, we have swag. Okay. At Parker Lauren, you need the following in your life tunnel singing, second reference, jello salads, and sandals with socks. Come to Provo. That's funny. At TB underscore Adamson, if you think we're weird, let's take a trip to Rexburg. <laughs> we'll have you convinced this is a party school. Oh. Well, he, he said it. No one throws it down like Provo. Ain't no party like a Provo party. Yep. Thanks to our guest uh, guest today, linebacker Juan Yunga. Fantastic stuff from him. Pacific basketball head coach Ron Verlin. And, of course, Jennifer Hampson. And everyone on our crew, producer Ben Bagley, senior coordinating producer Michael Miner, station manager Don Chaline, production assistants Alan Miller, Spencer King, Kyle Ireland, Sydney Carlson, and Aaron Evans. There were so many today. It takes a village. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation Show. Links and much more there. You can listen to episodes of the show on demand, byuradio.org. For Snapchat specialist Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. You have just listened to BYU Sports Nation.